Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, call me. My main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey! This is escape, then we're Welcome back to... Star Wars Escape Pod, another roundtable review for uh, The Mandalorian. Fantastic show. We're on Chapter 3 this week, and I have AJ, Reed, and uh, Ben joining me right here on Star Wars Escape Pod to chat all about that. And uh, I would like to mention, because I didn't actually bring it up with the guys during the recording, but uh, we get a fantastic close look at uh, Dominic Pace's character in this episode, uh, who, who the fan community has been calling Gecko. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just Google search Star Wars Gecko and you'll probably find a, a really cool horned bounty hunter coming up, uh, yellow and black face. Uh, it was really cool chatting with you, Dom, about about your time uh, acting on, on the show as this bounty hunter and we get a really cool uh, up-close look at him. In this episode, you get, you get the, the action sequence that, uh, you know, you were uh, briefly mentioning about uh, earlier two weeks ago uh, when I spoke to you about it. And uh, for all you listeners out there, if you want to hear the interview with Dominic Pace chatting about uh, his experience on set, uh, just go look for that interview. I think it's a couple, it's two episodes ago or so. And uh, yeah, so other than that, uh, let's uh, let's dive right into this roundtable review, shall we? Another happy landing. All right. Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod, and we're back with uh, a second roundtable review of uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian on Disney+. And uh, we got a few new... Actually, we got one new voice and uh, two returning voices. So uh, let's go around, introduce everyone's voice to the listeners. Uh, so as you know, I'm, I'm your host, Josh, and uh, I host right here on Star Wars Escape Pod. Uh, we got AJ. Hey, everyone. Yep. Yeah, what, what, what was the last time you were on for? Um, for We were talking about the books, and uh, <clears throat> we also brought in Ian from the UK, so I was on for that I guess episode. flew him out, big budget show you got yeah, here. Yeah, talking, yeah. About, talking about Force Collector, <laughs> yeah. yeah, early release. All right, Reed. Nice. Oh, yeah, I'm Reed. I was on here for the uh, last time we did the VR review for the um, oh, Vader yeah. Immortal. Oh yeah, that's that right. And we got another one coming up soon because episode three's dropped now. Sweet. Yeah. Definitely yeah. coming back for that one. Yeah. All right. This is my first time. I'm Ben. Yeah. Um, Welcome on the show, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Um, feel very fancy. The mic glows <laughs> red in case in case you can't see it. The mic glows <laughs> red, which like I feel that's really super cool. Important. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to picture that glowing red mic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome. There's uh yeah, it's set to the right setting here. Yeah. And, yeah, I know it's it's great. There's a Little look at this. Dude, wait, does that? I thought that turned yeah. off. Um, no, this, oh, no, this is a mute, mute button. Oh, okay, it's yeah. a mute button. You just yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. haptic and yeah, the lights turned the dial off on the, the bottom. Way, in case you, in case you didn't see, he pressed it. He just tapped something. The lights all turned off, which was intense. <laughs> yeah, and Hollywood 
has got nothing on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the last roundtable review was was quite popular. It shot to eighty listens, I believe, in the first four days. So that's that's good news. There's people that want to hear about the Mandalorian, and uh, we just watched chapter three. So how'd you guys like it? I loved it. I mean, I haven't not liked the episode so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they've been really good. Um, I just love the arc of where they're going and i'm just wanting to see where else they take it yeah i wanted to have a different opinion but i actually liked it too um (laughs) i I really didn't like the old like the the new star wars movies um i came in here expecting not to like the mandalorian and i really loved it granted i love like the mandalorian culture in general that was like more my favorite part of star wars learning about it yeah you you brushed up on that before you came yeah like i mean so i always loved like whenever something comes out star wars really like the last time i did like a big like um spending like months researching star wars was uh star wars the old republic the bioware game Uh, and i i remember reading all the extra materials for that and like researching all about the old republic before they retconned it um but yeah i remember just loving all that and then whenever a new thing comes out i'm like oh this is actually really awesome i'm like okay i have to read all about it again and like relearn everything Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. So yeah. It sounds like you should teach me some of these things because I have so many questions about uh, what's going on. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll see what I can remember. How much Mando do you know? Mando? The language, dude. I actually forget a lot of the names. Like, listen, Wait, I can. Learn. They have their own language. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I'm like, what is a Mandalorian? Is he just a cool dude with cool armor? Oh, like, I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's so much more. There's so much more. They're like, they're like, think of like an ancient Sparta culture where okay. like I these guys were like, hey, listen, we learned how to fight and fighting was our way of life. I think like a mix between like, I think. Well, they it's said like, it's their religion. And yeah. Their yeah. And that's not there. like super off base. It's like, think yeah. of like old school, like Celts and like Spartans where like. The Celts have that, like, you know, tribal culture and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I kind of like, get sport. that. And they talk yeah. about, like, the foundlings or whatever, too, right? So they yeah. literally mm-hmm. raise them from, yeah. I guess, childhood. Yeah, to yeah it's like they're warriors from birth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah they have, like, a cool. creed and, like, the first two are someone, like, wearing your armor and, like, proudly fighting. And the rest of them are just, like, you know, like, tr- like make sure you're raising your family well. Make sure that, like, you protect your clan. Make sure you raise your children in the way of the Mandalorians, like... Doesn't but, like, look like they got much in the way of like a clan anymore. Though. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's, like, you notice how intense they are about like you know like this is the in group and once you're in yeah. you're part of us. Wear your armor, display, mm-hmm. display it proudly, mm-hmm. and then screw everyone else. They suck. But if you're in, you're in. If you're not, yeah, then okay. screw you. There was a few Easter eggs that popped up through this episode, which really got me. Did you Did you guys notice any of them? I mean, there's or? a couple things. Like my biggest one was "I'm your only hope," and I was like. Yeah, that's okay. actually that's that's like, it's one of them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like a, so a little a couple one ones for sure. Like that. It's a zinger. Bit but the one that really got me was uh, what what they store the the best car in. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's what uh, here. I'll show you guys a picture. Uh, this is a snapshot from uh, from Bespin in episode five. Oh yeah. And there is oh, a guy right. that's that's uh, known for and yeah, this this was a a very popular costume at Celebration twenty seventeen. When I was there with the with the, really? some friends, yeah, there was a the, there was a group of people. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, sorry, it's the ice cream maker. 
uh, from the Wait, 80s. What the heck? And, uh, Wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's an 80s ice cream maker. Okay, and, for, for all you at home, oh it does not look God. like an ice cream it maker. It does not look like an ice cream maker. Uh, if I you Google search, that. let's Google search ice cream yeah, maker. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to describe it. Imagine a guy in an orange jumpsuit holding, you know those canisters from... Um, Monsters Inc. Imagine those like oh, screen yeah. canisters from Monsters Inc. But painted white. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. what it looks like he's carrying as he's running yeah. down the hallway in an orange yeah. jumpsuit. That's that's exactly. And what it actually kind of looks like Carl Weathers, Dude, like a black guy. It, that it does. Hair. Ironically that enough, the original yeah. guy holding yeah. this ice cream maker kind of looks like Carl Weathers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so they it's cool that they like brought that in, and it's like, oh, now we actually know what it is. It actually it's like it holds stuff inside of it because yeah. for years people was like, hey, it's a guy with an ice cream maker so so for years at, so at con- uh, conventions and, yeah comic yeah. cons they, there was guys that like they legit they go they go in groups and there's like a group of them in orange jumpsuits they all run through the convention <laughs> yeah. holding these things and it's just the best ever like That's people love awesome. it people love I'll it honest, i do not remember this part of star wars i've watched <laughs> no, it's I a guy in the watched. background dude it's a guy in the background you know? but that's, dude, like that's empire like, strikes back is my favorite episode and never in the entire time that i've watched that yeah, since i was a child rewatch yeah, that notice that it's the, scene, it's the scene when lando and and the rest are like you know yeah, going, going through the city you know yeah, there's all the kerfuffle is it when they're running he's like this is the attention this is lando calrissian yeah, 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 you know yeah. the empire is taking over yeah he, he goes on and on and uh, wow. everyone's going crazy and running around and then they yeah. go after they're they're chasing after han uh, or Han uh, from mm. Boba Fett's going to a ship and there's a guy that books it out of this yeah. like doorway and he's carrying yeah. this thing yeah, and he yeah. just runs past camera with the t- he's just he's yeah. just the guy that runs yeah. past camera speaking, with the ice cream speaking maker. of Boba Fett also a notable Mandalorian um, who may or may not appear in this like I think it's really interesting that Boba in the Fett, clan Boba Fett of- is actually like okay I, were you writing up on uh, were you reading up on canon or legends uh, yeah, didn't he get eaten by a because it's because great. Boba Fett? No, this it's is before been, here though. This is before. Oh, this is no after. Yeah, this yeah. Is yeah. After oh, after, yeah. after uh, Return yeah. of the Jedi by five years. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but George Lucas and in canon in the Clone Wars, they've said mm. that the Fets are not yeah. are not Mandalorian. Uh, really? Jango Fett and yeah, Boba Fett they don't have the Beskar armor. It's like Mandalorian. Or, inspired, well, it's it's but... it's it's technically it's, it's Beskar, I think, but but they. They really? don't, in the Clone Wars, there's a little quote of from the Prime Minister Almac, and he says uh, to Kenobi, he says to Obi Wan, uh, he says, uh, you know, Jango Fett was a common bounty hunter. Like how he acquired that armor is beyond me. You know, like he just kind of like okay. shoves it aside, yeah. and he says to him, you know, because mm-hmm. when when Obi Wan says, you know, we've had an encounter with one of your kind before. And then, and then he just says, "Oh, he was just a common bounty hunter, and I don't even know how he got that armor." So, so it's it's kind of. And then George Lucas has also said, "Jango Fett is not a Mandalorian. He's not a real Mandalorian." Really, they changed yeah. that because I yeah. learned certain like before he was like in the expanded universe. It's he always, was like Mandalore almost, like he was almost the Mandalore. Yeah, there was a lot of comics, a lot of novels that kind of uh, interpreted him as a Mandalorian, mm. and that yeah, it was it was very like much the. Even up until recently, before the whole like Disney acquisition, like a lot of the newer books still referenced him as a Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a, a I think it's something That's that something maybe that was change. perceived other than what George wanted, and and he ended up yeah. trying to specify. Yeah, no, Django, yeah, not a Mandalorian. Therefore, his son is not a Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, so, his morality definitely doesn't emulate no, any of the Mandalorians. No, absolutely not. One, so yeah, I can believe that. that yeah, Jango Fett and Boba Fett, like they got their own thing going on. Like they don't have a code, they don't have a clan. Mm-hmm. 
Um, as you can see, like from watching the show, the Mandalorian, even though he's a bounty hunter, he still has a code of ethics and he still has like this tribe that he like works mm. for and with yeah. as like a family mm. kind of thing. Whereas mm. Jango Fett was just on his own, doing his own thing. He, he actually even third partied his work through Sam Wessel as well, who's just yeah. a... Uh, a claudite you know shapeshifter yeah. mm-hmm, so yeah. yeah no it's it's um mm-hmm. it's interesting it's interesting i don't know why they kind of uh went back on on that yeah. but uh, i don't know they ch- i remember when that was not the case and that that was the case yeah um, but yeah uh so yeah we got ice cream maker i'm super excited to the first time ever that we've seen vibroblades on screen oh yeah, yeah. we've had so oh, much yeah. talks <laughs> about vibroblades and yeah. now we finally get to see them vibrating on the screen yeah. Yeah. we've never seen that before so that was yeah cool. what are what's the history behind the vibroblades because i've never vibroblades vibroblades it's like it's like today's common knife or sword or anything it's yeah. just in star wars mm-hmm. blades like that they vibrate just to increase the cut um yeah effectiveness i guess like a chainsaw yeah. sword thing. yeah kind yeah, of like totally. a chainsaw sword yeah. yeah no no yeah i get that yeah so that's kind of like uh yeah if you were to play like any of the star wars rpgs or anything like that oh, if you okay. were to like yeah. yeah in dungeons of dragons it would be a knife or a sword in star wars it's a vibro yeah knife or a vibro sword it's pretty lame just have a knife when people have like lightsabers yeah yeah make them a little special art yeah yeah Uh, someone pulls out like a 45 magnum and just (laughs) starts popping caps like no no okay we make it star wars you know yeah no um there was um there's been appearances of like blades in the clone wars and stuff but they haven't been vibrating and I don't know why we didn't get that earlier on but uh, maybe they just didn't have the effect down properly but uh but yeah it uh, yeah, blades have made an appearance. They just haven't been vibrating until now. And now this is Star Wars history right here. Very cool. Um, also, did you notice how he was like looking through his scope? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He it's 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 synced into his I, helmet. Yeah, it's synced into his helmet. So mm-hmm. like you might think like, oh, how difficult it is to look through a scope. Yeah. I mean, I kind of noticed that through the first since the first episode, kind of. I yeah, think. when he's looking at the little village of mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. of Nikto's there protecting the baby. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm yeah um anything anything you guys want to stick out or? well i just think it's really cool because like we haven't really seen a lot of use of like any kind of like sniper weapons and stuff like that and his yeah. is like such a cool sniper weapon because it's still like a cartridge yeah one, i too. love how it like it's a single shot people. it just <laughs> instantly did you actually no disintegration yeah i was like that was like the first time we ever actually seen the disintegration um yeah actually because darth vader referenced it yeah um, yeah when talking to boba fett of like you know you can't disintegrate them yeah. um also the first time i don't know if you guys talked about it, it was the first time we saw ammo changes mm-hmm. um was yeah. like i think last mm-hmm. episode where he's just changing a lot of ammo yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually a huge it's, it's so there's so many little things like that that are like such a big fan service like things mm-hmm. that like fans kind of want to see that we just mm-hmm. don't really like talk about and but mm-hmm. yeah it's cool it's just like cool stuff to take a look at you know mm-hmm. like cool yeah. stuff to watch um it was very very cool yeah 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 that baby's pretty adorable though oh my goodness They're gonna it's also so the greatest meme ever yeah. now <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah it's, it's taken over the internet yeah, yeah definitely is is disney plus in europe yet no, I see a lot of memes about. So it's still not in Europe because no, all I see no. a lot of the memes it's, of it's that. It's like not coming out until January or February or something. Bold. Some wow. people, wow. yeah, screw no, Europe. It, there's actually yeah. there's been a lot of reports about piracy from stuff. Europe. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure we do have some listeners uh, yeah. in Europe right now that yeah. can't uh, get their hands on Disney Plus, but yeah. they have been managing to, you know, 
yeah. by means of unethical ways yeah. find the show yeah <laughs> but you know as a fellow star wars fan and uh, and you know i i uh, i have no you know what well, what's your thoughts on pirating yeah. josh I mean, <laughs> what's, what are you gonna I, say I, here i've had my fair share of pirating uh yeah. but knowing yeah. that some families might have a father who may work in law enforcement who may watch this show what are your thoughts on pirating uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly no I, I mean as a star wars fan like um you know doing your absolute utmost to watch the show because like, you know that would tick me off too if like yeah, if i well, lived in another country like, i think bob Iger was at one point dumped by a european woman and now he's taking it out right now that's what i'm quoting <laughs> right now we don't need to talk about this everyone has yeah. their own theories don't be like ah you know hey that's wrong i'm just throwing it out there as a possibility screw your yeah. up says bob Iger. oh man. yeah you, yeah that's funny. yeah oh yeah. yeah back on one of his earlier uh his earlier cruise ship days, you know, just uh, yeah. taking his yacht over there. Yeah, so yeah, I had a bad experience at one like, of the ports, maybe. You know, yeah. it's like, you know what, forget these guys. They yeah. don't get Disney Plus right away. Yeah, so yeah. screw them. It's kind of <laughs> like when Alfred Nobel apparently didn't make a Nobel Prize for math because his, you know, girlfriend left him for a mathematician. He's like, screw math now. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Bob Iger in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about John Favreau being mm. in this episode. I don't know if you guys know this, but John Favreau played the heavy Mandalorian who gets into the little. He gets into a kerfuffle with uh, oh, the, the Mandalorian. Dude with the that's John. That's John Favreau. That's he's the seriously? he's the creator and writer of yeah. the show. He's the director <laughs> of Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Yeah. He played that's Happy sick. through the MCU. He plays yeah. Happy. Uh, he's yeah. He's a he's, he's a great also in that actor. cooking movie. He's in that cooking show. Yeah, he has a cooking show on Netflix. Um, yeah. yeah. No, he's he's a he's a part of my uh, dream team of Lucasfilm employees and. Uh, you know how how appropriate it is for him to stick himself in his own show. He actually played the voice of Pre Vizsla in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. No. Yeah. You didn't know this. <laughs> I, okay, I try and separate myself from the actors. I'll put it that way. He was. I like uh, to not know the actors because it makes me feel like okay, now I can. These are the characters, not John, actors. John Favreau was at Skywalker Ranch mixing Iron Man at the time when Dave Filoni was was doing the early days of the Star Wars: The Clone Wars, oh, and so okay. they got talking, and then he he showed Dave some of Iron Man, and then uh, Dave showed John some of uh, the Mandalorian. And then uh, it just worked out. He's like, hey, if you ever need a voice for somebody, just let me know. And uh, and then Dave's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah, we got this guy. You know, he's like a Mandalorian. <laughs> His name's Previsla. Uh, it probably wants something like that. And and then John was also happy to do it. So uh, that's exactly how it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, this character that he plays is actually part of the Vizsla clan. And uh, oh, I think his awesome. name is Paz Vizsla or. Or something like this. Uh, I was just looking at, uh, this up earlier, uh, I believe. He doesn't have his facts, though. No, I don't have my facts. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Favreau voices Paz Vizsla in Chapter 3 of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, you can look this guy up on StarWars.Fandom.com. Uh, Paz Vizsla is the character's name. So, super cool. And, uh, of course, you know, as with all Star Wars characters, they get some dialogue. And, and hopefully some of the ones that don't. But... Um, he does have an action figure coming out very soon called oh, wow. the Heavy Mandalorian. He's, he doesn't have a name. It's just called Heavy Mandalorian. But he's getting a six-inch six figure. Yeah. Like wow. one of the ones that's that, you know, cool, yeah. yeah. It's like one, they only release one of those once in a while. And mm-hmm. he's getting one of those. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, but going back to the show, actually, before I watched this episode, um, I was one thing that I was really curious on is how a Mandalorian operates by himself. I was like, that's... They're, they're, like, everything is that they do, uncommon for like, them? It's, it's impossible. Like, it is... 
they are their clan. Like they, like, yes, you're individual, but like, you don't do things for yourself. You do things for the clan. Like mm -hmm. everything is for the clan and just like, this is the way there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> like if, if your clan's <laughs> not there, if your, if your clan died, why are you not dead with them? Would be the, would be the most immediate question. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, it looks like they've gone into hiding. Yeah, so like that's well now now it reappears. Like, does have a clan, which I was really happy about. I was like, oh wow, uh, I think that's something that John talked about. Was like, no, he is so much more Mandalorian than like you know, yeah, the other like you know, Django and Boba might yeah. appear to be like, um, maybe I don't know. yeah, it's like they yeah, it's very much a cultural thing. But yeah, this is like everything attached to the Mandalorian name, um. And okay. I don't know, I'd be really hyped if they ever the main person, if she's ever referenced as Mandalore. Um, so Mandalorians are also very gender equal, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> progressive in that way. Hey, yeah, hey. hey, you know, not the most pacifist, but they're progressive in other ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, but like the, if you're like the head Mandalorian, like Mandalorian means son of Mandalore. And so like the original leader okay. of the Mandalorians, his name was Mandalore. And then that's how they all got their name. Cool. And so the leader is called Mandalore. Yeah. Um, also, the black sword. If that's ever brought in, that'd be super dope. Um, it's like I have no. Oh, idea the dark saber. Yeah, yeah the black sword. Um, dark saber, dark black saber. sword. Yeah, um, things that are dark and black. Yeah, it's like it's not a lightsaber, but it's a very powerful weapon. Um, yeah, saber. It and, showed up in in Clone Wars. Showed up in Rebels. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah. it's how would you like, describe it? It's well, like a, it's a, well, I know, like, like for culturally, it's the symbol of the leader of the Mandalorians. Um, if you have that, you are like de facto the, the leader of it. Yeah, it's it like, was oh. a, it was a Mandalorian Jedi who made it. Uh, yeah. I know that yeah. just from um, so one of the Rebels episodes. Quick but question: it's, it's this one right here. That's oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, so that's if, pre if you're, right if you're listening one. right now, and um, it's actually in one of the episodes of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, um, they pull one out. I think. Pre Vizsla actually pulls out and the, he's the leader of Death Watch. Um, yeah. And there's a huge cool lore there. Um, how, you know, Death Watch was kind of like the true Mandalorians, but not. Yeah. And I actually, I actually don't know if I really agree. And I love Duchess Satine. Um, sorry for this attention. I actually really love Duchess Satine in. Um, it's funny because so many people hate her. Oh, like, you know what? But at the same time, she's not Mandalorian. Like, and she's like, I'm a Mandalorian pacifist. And I was like, what the heck? Like, can you imagine like old Sparta being pacifist? I was like, it is like, like they, this is not like an ideology to them. Like growth is how they operate. They operate by like, capture and taking slaves and like they operate by growth. And um, you could say like, you know, like not doing anything and simply just being comfortable with what you have and stuff like that. That's like, that's a cardinal sin. Like peace is not their... Um, Peace is not like a moral good to them. Um, it's like a laziness. It's like, oh man, peace is just laziness. Where like you, you, you're scared to fight and like actually mm -hmm. take what you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, and it's just so weird seeing like pacifist. Anyway, I love Duchess Satine because I love Obi Wan and I want Obi Wan to be happy. It made the internal struggle of Death Watch and you know and the Mandalorian mm. yeah. government at the time and the Clone Wars like it's such an interesting, yeah, depthy uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. you know which was happening w at the same time as the clone wars it yeah. just added so much depth yeah there's a little quote here on on wikipedia that i'll read off from kanan jarris he's talking to fen rao this is one of the episodes on rebels that he was talking about the dark saber so kanan jarris says uh or no sorry fen rao says uh says this i didn't know mandalorians developed a type of lightsaber or, uh, and then uh, another quote says uh, we didn't this was one of a kind 
Legend tells us that it was created over a thousand years ago by Tar Vizsla, the first Mandalorian ever inducted into the Jedi Order. After his passing, the Jedi kept the saber in their temple. That was until members of House Vizsla snuck in and liberated it. They used the, the saber to unify the people and strike down those who would oppose them. At one time, they ruled all of Mandalore wielding this blade. This saber is an important symbol to that house and respected by the other clans. So it adds, it adds a lot to what uh, Pre Vizsla has to say in the Clone Wars to yeah. Obi-Wan when he first takes it out and he says something along yeah. the lines of, uh, uh, you know, many Jedi have died by this blade. And, yeah. you know. So can you guys help me to understand, like, what the history is that's happening here? Because, like, what the heck has happened to Mandalore or whatever? Like, why are these guys hiding underground? I mean, I'm assuming they're talking the Empire. about some purge it was the or Empire. something the like Empire, that. So the uh, Empire went in and destroyed Decimated the planet, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's been decimated before. So are they, <laughs> so like, are they the only ones left? Or uh, this small little well, group maybe. the only ones? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, like as far as we know, yeah. this is one of the smaller tribes like they that can, survived. They can make yeah. more if they want. Like if they said, "Oh, yeah. there's a secret planet that we haven't found out. There's more of them." Uh, you know, we yeah. can't say no. You can't do that. Yeah, like, yeah. logically. No, yeah. But as far as we know, there's not like other Mandalorians. No, there's still there's still survivors. Yeah. I think yeah, uh, I know. Uh, like Sabine Wren is still supposedly alive at this point. Still, uh, yeah. as we saw in Rebels, the very last episode, she's. It's post Return of the Jedi and she's alive and she's going off to look for Ezra with uh, Ahsoka Tano. So yeah, it's it's um like there are other Mandalorians out there, but we just there's very few of them. I think yeah. we haven't actually seen it on screen ever before. Yeah. But but the purge that they're talking about was like is uh, is <laughs> I think it's a purge that maybe happened. Yeah. Like my theory is that the Empire is responsible mm. for the purge of Mandalore. Um, and yeah. I don't know if that's maybe Empire being like super early empire like um the siege of mandalore is supposed to be the last part of the clone wars that we're getting next year in, on disney plus in february they're publishing some new episodes for clone wars and um, it'll 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 be the finishing end of the show it's is the siege of mandalore and it's also what's referred to as the outer room sieges that obi-wan and anakin are rushing back from at the beginning of revenge of the sith and oh, uh, so like so it wasn't the empire was the well this is this is the thing like the, the siege of mandalore is a battle that takes place between the mandalorians the republic and the separatist alliance on mandalore okay. and and then when obi-wan and anakin return from that scenario they leave ahsoka and rex in charge of leading the mandalorians against the uh the up the uprising there the separatists that are taking oh, over the, the planet okay. i think yeah and and uh I believe when Order 66 happens, the siege is still happening. Like the battle is still going yeah. on. And and uh, the clones turn on on uh, on the Jedi at that point. Okay. And uh, technically at that point, the Republic becomes, becomes the, the Empire. Empire. Yeah. So my theory is that when the droids shut down, the clones change over to the Empire. It's now, the, the planet is now controlled by the Republic, which is now the Empire. So they and just I'm assuming, the, yeah, I'm assuming it doesn't take yeah. too long before mm -hmm. the Empire starts using yeah. their gain over the planet to start yeah. like mining resources, taking them what they're, you know, mm -hmm. taking all the wealth from the planet, Beskar steel, uh, all that stuff. Yeah, and Mandalorians would be a lot more okay out. Like I could see them even allying with the Empire for their own gain, but yeah. they wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, we're okay being part of your Empire." Yeah, um, yeah, and that's something probably is a you know non 
non-deal between the empire yeah for sure it's it's also like when you see those flashbacks of the mandalorian as a kid those are b2 yeah i noticed that they weren't stormtroopers yeah they're super they're super battle droids which means that that sequence takes place during the clone wars and prior to the order 66 motion which disables yeah so i guess at some point so yeah so my my so my thoughts is uh because he was a kid during the clone wars this is now so many years later that yeah. he's he's grown up and he's a bounty hunter and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, my no, I'm super leaning on like my money's all in the pot of like yeah, the purge takes place like maybe a year or so after episode three. You know, okay. um, it's a warrior race. Yeah, like my guess is the empire probably felt very. Well, it's like the same no, thing with like Kashyyyk, right? Yeah. Like they did the same thing with Kashyyyk. Yeah, they were yeah, like, they oh, turned the look into powerful slaves. warrior culture here. So if we don't yeah. want to have one of those lying around in our uh, yeah, for sure ultimate yeah. Uh, yeah. dominion, unless you can serve fealty to us, we're not yeah. going to yeah. Like, so your existence. Yeah, they either become slaves or they become uh, well, uh, they get killed off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're kind of like um, I don't know. If, you know, it's kind of like in um, Judaism where it's like there's like you know you're there's like the from the lineage of the Jews and then there's people who like are very subscribed to like the traditional beliefs and stuff like that and like there's people can leave the traditional beliefs but they have like so the heritage and some people don't have the heritage but they have the beliefs kind of like that in terms of like the religion culture and like the religion you know heritage dynamic yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah sometimes like there's the people of like the absolute hardliners where it's like no this is like our old culture um and so they're like really intense. So you it. think these guys that we've seen so far, the hardliners? Oh yeah. You, you think there's still lots of other like people? like there there could be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like yeah, it know. could be a splintered yeah. thing now where there's little pockets of Mandalorian yeah. tribes all over the galaxy. But yeah. yeah, but they can't go home because it's probably either gone at this point. Like there's nothing yeah. left to go back to, or, mm-hmm. or yeah. yeah. Or like, even if you think of like the Clone Wars, there are those who are like pacifist and like Mandalorian. Yeah, like they're Mandalorian, they lineage, but they're like pacifist and don't resemble any of these Mandalorians who we just saw who are like, you know, welcome to like, yeah, it's like not everyone can be that, you know, intense about everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, so for, sure, for those sure. who you can still be part of that race and not, you know, that are going to live in hiding and, you know, fight our way out of every problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so another question. So how long do you guys guesstimate that this happens after the end of like the the rebellion or whatever or like the fall of the empire pretty much cuz those stormtroopers look pretty worse for wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, this they is uh been... this is a uh, this is supposed to be confirmed to be 4 years after the end of the empire. Okay. So it's 5 years after so the not... battle of Endor, which happens in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And then 1 year passes. And then the Battle of Jakku happens, yeah, which where the Empire like... falls apart completely. Yeah, and that's that's what leaves all those ships on Jakku and the Force Awakens that we see. And yeah. this is four years after that. Yeah, these guys literally look like they came straight from like yeah. <laughs> a crash no, these landing guys have been on Jakku. Actually, for a while. Yeah. here's one yeah. question I'll ask: Why do you think they had little baby Yoda? No, um, that's, that's such a deep yeah, topic. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait, why? Wait. Like, what do you think? Are you talking that, about the guys? The, no, that show? scientist who wanted yes. to protect them. Yeah. Well, I what do you think he wants? I wanted him so on... he didn't want to protect him. I've been protecting yeah. him is what he said though. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Well, that conversation yeah. that the Mandalorian was spying in on earlier, yeah. the other guy kind of wanted him dead as soon yeah. as the job was done to harvest yeah. something. Yeah, they were harvesting or... something out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know. This could go back to midi-chlorians. <laughs> oh, this yeah, could this exactly. could go the midi-chlorians. Into... Yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone's favorite. <laughs> just everyone's breathing. Oh, the midichlorians. Oh, yeah. There's so many people out there going, oh, yeah. not midichlorians again. Everyone right? starts to read, like, look up, like, what's the full, what's the full meme? It's like, how do I quote the, uh, the midichlorians of life line yeah. now? No, it's, uh, I am actually on board with midichlorians. It, it's, oh, uh, I'm actually, I'm okay with them. I've honestly. never not been, I never knew there was a debate. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a huge fan debate. I just, I just love the meme. It's all the prequel haters out there that don't oh, like midichlorians. Yeah, so I just sure. love the yeah. meme of Darth Plagueis like the old wise. fart. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone over, like, 35, pretty yeah. much. Sure. Um, but yeah, okay, why do you think, why do you think that scientists had them now? Like, uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's uh, it's interesting to me that the patch he's wearing on his arm. I pointed this mm -hmm. out in the last round table um, that uh, it looks very reminiscent of the logo that all the clones are wearing on Camino on their training outfits. Yeah. So it, it's very possible yeah, that very, he yeah. could be something other like some sort of genetic scientist of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 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 So he is wearing well, a thing sense. of the clones. Yeah. So on that tangent, how much do you think uh, what they're whatever mission he has or this other like whatever leader dude has how much do you think that ties into what becomes the first first order i don't know I that's a that's lot a of speculation yeah. but because yeah. i mean uh, is I mean, it a mission like specifically related to like one of the last orders of uh yeah at this point at this point or, in the galaxy it's a bit of an interesting it's a bit of point. a um there's a lot of strong show, so. it's such a uh, it's such a moment of opportunity for a lot of people because uh, the the thing is is like the the empire is gone. Yeah. But the currency still spends on some planets, so which means that you know it's it's still kind of a thing. Like the the economy mm -hmm. yeah. is still there. This is a, this yeah. is a government that reigned for I want it was like 20, mm. 25 years almost or so, yeah. right? Like it, it's you know is is a decent amount of time. Um, so quite frankly, like you know as soon as I goes flushing down the toilet and all of a sudden we get the new Republic coming in, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, this is a joke. Like, you know, yeah. that, that's what, that's yeah. what he says. Like when yeah. Carl Weathers character says, uh, well, like go, go report them to the, the new Republic. <laughs> if you're so worried about it. Right. And yeah. he's like, that's a joke. Like, you know, yeah. what are they going to do about it? Like, yeah. and it, it, in, in the literature, it states in, in Canon literature, like we've got the idea that the new Republic doesn't have much of a military presence. Like they're more or less no, like, yeah. Um, yeah, as soon as the battle they was know. won over the empire, they, the they more or less, yeah, they kind of, they kind of put an Warships, end to military yeah. and just to war in general. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to call them like a pacifist government, but like they really kind of went that route of not having military presence. Yeah. yeah so they definitely yeah. yeah so, so it's like, what are they going to do if you report them to the new Republic? Like this is a lawless planet. A planet filled with bounty hunters in the middle of nowhere. Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, right? what is this planet again? Uh, actually, I I don't. It's not Solus. I for you a know I, I really I really wish that uh, we had the subtitles of the planet and the locations that they went to, kind of like in Rogue One. Yeah, that, that would be really cool. So I, nice. I've heard that opinion before about this show, and it would be awesome to know like where we are, like what we're watching, and like what planet we're on. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, you know, I was very very you know, on the side of the fence that that was Tatooine in the last episode, like where he finds this little. Yeah. Yoda I was thing. like, I was like, super confused. Cause I mean, I know that like it's taking place in the outer rim, but yeah. that's about it. Cause I mean, like, yeah, yeah. We've, we've always, we've kind of always been told like where things are happening. And stuff so like I have been sitting on this theory now. Here's what I think. I think, so you notice that the, the clone emblem was on the scientist. 
So I think he's been working with cloning. Oh, is it? Yeah. So like that oh, emblem he has nice. is actually like a mark of Kamino and cloning. What if he's trying to clone Baby Yoda? Because hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Like, A, we know that his species is either A, incredibly rare, or B, very much an unexplored part of the galaxy. Like, but we know that there's not many of them around. And the odds that, like, he's trying to... And we know that they're very Force-sensitive. So, I don't know. My gut feeling is that they've been... That there's a chance that they're trying to clone this... um, Mm-hmm. and that's also I why can, you I can buy that that's that also sense. why you have to like harvest parts of the body um, yeah well yeah. they're extracting they're extracting like the fluids or something that the one guy mm-hmm. um, uh, Herzog's characters I don't yeah. even know what his character's n- name is but uh, yeah uh, like he said something about extracting the necessary fluids or something or resources well yeah because so, you have to yeah. have enough in order to clone yeah a lot yeah, yeah, but that that, makes... that scientist felt otherwise, and he didn't want to drain him completely and kill him. Like he wanted to keep him alive. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's definitely interesting to me because I mean, like from the moment like you first meet him and stuff like that, and he gets sets out the the bounty and stuff like that. So you're kind of trying to figure out, or I was at least, I was like, okay, is this guy just like a rogue kind of warlord, and mm-hmm. these stormtroopers are loyal to him for money or whatever? And now it's kind of like, well, those stormtroopers. I mean, maybe they are getting a little bit of money, but they're not just sticking around for fun because they look like they're, they haven't seen, yeah. seen civilization no. in a long time. It makes me wonder, so, like, like how are, dedicated are they to whatever mission is going on right now? They must be loyalists of some kind. I, I know be, man, from those yeah, guys I, look like the, the think, worst. Though, there's this giant empire, which to not like to some people there they're just like okay there's the government like who cares everyone everyone hates them but like in the end they offer me protection and that's all i really need them to do and then they get destroyed and your life goes worse because of it you have to think that hey that sucks like yeah yeah well now their blasters like suck too like they've got these cardio like wasn't one of them like banging on the thing to get the flashlight going at <laughs> point two yeah they're like, all their technology is just fading yeah, out and their armor's trash they just got oh uh, yeah. yeah they're hiding in like this whatever complex or whatever in this dirt and sand like just just the worst like, yeah yeah for sure they've got to have money keeping them there or some sort of loyalty or uh overall mission yeah yeah so what, what, what's your feeling why do you think that what do you think they're trying to do with baby yoda josh yeah i like it's a it's a tough one to speculate on because they so ke- they kept us so well under wraps man like yeah. like when you watch that trailer you have no idea that baby yoda's even a thing until you watch the show and yeah. then it's like whoa like what do you think the most useful but, use of a baby yoda would be for like, like yeah, force know, research like, could be a lot of it like, i honestly i have a feeling that i want to say that this baby might like die eventually but at the same time like i don't know i don't know because it's such a big thing to have this little force centric creature and then not to see him in the later films like unless he shows up in episode nine maybe like i i don't know like it's 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 a hard one to to speculate on um i don't even like i i can't even guess like what his like what the objective is with him in this entire plot line because obviously he's he's now being taken past the third episode and there's only eight in the first season so so he's obviously like a large point of the show yeah, and we've seen some things from the trailer which but what have do you think to do can make him with... so valuable for this bounty. 
there's so many why is he so valuable because like well i mean there's his age or like i don't know how like prevalent that species is or whatever but like if this doctor or physician guy or whatever is like tied back to the cloning facilities and stuff like that they could want it for like the genetic aging stuff Mm -hmm. or like i mean this baby wields the force Mm -hmm. so they could want it for that and the other stuff or either or like yeah so many different yeah (laughs) so many different things it's 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 hard to it's hard to speculate on there's there's been some things from the trailer though which looked pretty cool which which i don't know if it has something to do with maybe chasing him down because of this baby yoda um but uh like there's those there's those moments where we see uh some of the death troopers from rogue one shit they show up in the trailer oh yeah yeah so there's and then there's that one that guy that was in breaking bad he comes back he's playing some sort of imperial officer and Uh um yeah so there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff that's coming our way which i think like you know it, it might lead into this entire chase of like the empire like what remnants there are or, like so really trying to find like it. yeah this is clearly not like just some rogue warlord guy this is like probably some sort yeah. of mandate like this like, goes mission. a little deeper yeah and yeah. even if he is like some rogue like warlord uh you know imperial uh warlord of some kind that's yeah. that's because that's exactly what's happening now that the mm-hmm. empire is fractured yeah. and gone a lot yeah. of these guys that were in charge are becoming their own leaders and they're, yeah. they're basically taking whatever remnants that they have to control and then yeah. making like their own little regime over it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like it seems to me as if maybe, maybe they're going to start going after the Mandalorian for this little thing. And, oh, yeah. um, and it, that's maybe what it'll turn into is just a big chase scene. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just like the rest of the shows, like him taking on jobs and trying to survive, like, and raising this like baby Yoda yeah, just yeah. anything i'll take anything except what they did with the last jedi where it was just yeah. half the movie was just them sitting in space yeah <laughs> okay there's one scene there's one scene that stuck that stuck out which we didn't get in the first two episodes it was a bit of a flashback sequence um i want you all to go around just give me one name one name of like who you think saves the mandalorian as he's a kid when that b2 battle droid is pointing his guns down at him Okay, who do you think it's gonna be? We know that Obi Wan was on Mandalore at some point. Yeah, we know that Ana- we know that Anakin and Obi Wan were both on there in the siege. We know that Ahsoka is is there uh, at the end of the Clone War as well. And Duchess of uh, is dead. Yeah, she's dead at this point. Maybe. Sorry, uh, that's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to those of you who haven't seen Clone Wars, that Clone Wars yeah. episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, there's, so there's three very likely choices there. We could get a fan favorite like Captain Rex, maybe like blasting this thing to bits. Blast. Uh, like, who knows? Like, like, what do you think? What do you think? Um, I mean, Hugh McGregor is coming back for Kenobi. So uh, like, it's pretty likely that we might actually see him just yeah. slice through this B2 battle droid and take this take, or it could be yoda maybe he maybe the mandalorian has this connection to this baby yoda because yoda okay saved that's him. actually the most plausible one right now i feel like that'd be a huge tie yeah like okay um, what do you think no what? i think i think he has the tie to the baby because the baby saved his life yeah i think if baby did not save his life he would have no qualms. are you talking about from the rhino yeah the, the, yeah, the mudhorn the mudhorn yeah mudhorn. yeah I think that's that's a lot i think they made a big point of like he that was something that he felt very attached after that um, hmm. I don't know. My actually guess is another Mandalorian. Um, 
Yeah, it could be. I I have a feeling that it's going to be another Mandalorian figure. Um, or else, I don't. I think if it was a Jedi, he would not be so willing to work with the Empire. So, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess that's my it's, gut. Hmm. Well, he does go after them, though. Like he does. Yeah. He does. He does true, have an un, an unsettled. You can tell from like the first episode when he walks yeah. in that room. And he sees he's very unsettled about the stormtroopers. Yeah, like he doesn't yeah. like the fact that this is the Empire. Like from the get-go, yeah, you yeah. can't even see his face. But uh, what's-his-name does a great job of portraying oh. the fact that, you know, like what he what he's feeling beneath that costume. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, you, there's an unsettled feeling about him when he walks in that room. And he realizes <laughs> that the client is mm-hmm. the Empire. Yeah. It's supposed to be long gone at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that'd work. be pretty already. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I'd be pretty like chat too. If, if even if they were gonna pay me a lot of money, if I was making a deal with the guys that wiped yeah. out my entire like oh, most yeah. of my religion. Yeah, <laughs> like, and Paz, Paz was it Paz Vizsler or Pal Vizsler? What did I say his name was? Something yeah. like John Favreau's character. He's like he's really ticked off that like the like, Mandalorian even went took through money from know. these third bags. Yeah, or? yeah. He's like like hey, like we're in this mud hole because of the empire like like what are you doing doing business with them like sitting at the same table like yeah like no way so uh you know i think that's why when he, when the mandalorian goes up to mm-hmm. uh you know liberate the kid like you know he ends up getting some help from from his clan because like it's the supporting thing it's like yeah okay he's turning back on the man on the empire like let's give him some support Okay, uh, I did not expect them to come out of hiding i was like when they did that i was like oh man yeah he's in trouble now oh, like yeah, man sure. he's yeah. gonna get grounded by his family oh yeah it's such a such a cool sight to see yeah. them all show up yeah. with uh with jetpack do you remember that episode in the clone wars when ahsoka and um what's his face the boyfriend um the the boyfriend the guy the guy who's the the son of the the separatist senator oh, oh yes yeah. i do remember yeah this. do you remember that scene in like the the snowy village yeah. and then there's that moment where they all like just like in jetpacks they all go on the rooftops and then the the, it was a death watch and then they they all start burning everything and killing everybody and everything Mm -hmm. it it was very reminiscent of that when they all kind of show up from you know Mm -hmm. you know on jetpacks and everything like coming up from behind the buildings and yeah i really got that that flashback in my head i was like oh dave dave my man like (laughs) bringing us back to clone wars again yeah. Uh, so that was kind of that was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but uh, no, AJ, what do you think about? You haven't really spoken much. What do you, what do you think about this kid? See this flashback sequence. Where do you think this pl- takes place? When do you think this takes place? You know who saves him? Um, what I'm thinking is because the Mandalorian is more like if you want to get into the Mandalorian culture, you have to be adopted in. So what makes the most sense is for if it was Mandalorian who does save him, or at least rescues him from the um, B2 battle droid, just as kind of his in into the culture and family. Um, But I don't know. Hmm. They, They really leave it open to for everyone to speculate about yeah it is but yeah no like i'm i'm like 80 percent on the like the fence that like there's gonna be a, like a blue lightsaber shoved through this droid really? no, actually, yeah <laughs> i think i think it's gonna be another new character that's my gut 
yeah. new character. I don't think. I don't think that they want to a try and have to rehire Aiden Chris. They don't want to do another. Like, I don't think they're going to do a stand-in actor. No. They no. might. Just, I can see a lightsaber and then like a generic voice that's supposed mm-hmm. to sound like him. But I also. I don't know. I think with how much they're pushing, we protect each other. That they would stress that a little more with we protect each other. This is us against the world. And if you do help us out, then we are very attached to you, like little baby Yoda. So do we know for sure that that scene where like the battle droids and stuff are attacking the planet, mm-hmm. like the separatists, or do we know for sure that that is actually like Mandalore? I think like, I think it's Mandalore. Doubt? I don't think it's Sindari City. A lot of the moments that we got in the Clone Wars take place in Sindari City. It's like a big okay. dome with a city in it. And it's very different. It's very futuristic. It looks a bit like Coruscant. There's buildings hanging oh. from the ceiling, up from the floor. Um, there, yeah. So, so what we're looking at is probably a village on the outskirts of the planet, uh, somewhere, uh, more of like a, a poor village. Like we've seen these before, uh, we've seen other pieces of Mandalore, uh, before in, uh, in Rebels, I believe. And we've seen, uh, the moons of Mandalore as well. We've seen parts of that. So it very well couldn't, it might not be Mandalore at all. It might be one of the moons. It might be a village like on one of the moons. Okay. Uh, so Mandalorians still inhabit their moons. So we know and for sure though that the, like his him and his parents like when he was a kid like they are Mandalorians. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah. this is like him as a kid. Those are his parents. Uh, yeah. I believe they just blew up. Okay, so when he's those not just were like shut. he's not just like you know somewhere else in the galaxy and just randomly rescued by a Mandalorian. No, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm pretty I sure. I I, my so. money is on the fact mm. that this is a Mandalore invasion yeah. that's happening right now and okay. and that he that's him as a kid yeah what do you think i i think the opposite of what you think oh really yeah. i don't you think, think this is somewhere else i'm on I team josh is... i'm gonna be invited back to the podcast <laughs> no, no 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 it's open opinion i don't think that it is on mandalore you don't think um, it's on mandalore. i actually yeah. don't know because, if it's on mandalore because from what we know of mandalore most of them have to be in domes well, yeah, Sundari City is like the dome. Yeah, that's that's for yeah. sure. The rest of the planet is just decimated, which to me, weirdly no, enough, but like then you it, need the you need to have a dome around it for the um, because it's not hospitable. Is that um, is that still canon though? I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh yeah, still canon? I don't even know. Stuff like that that is that still canon? The greatest question. Yeah, no, that for sure. Because I know that yeah, you're right about that. I don't know if it's still a thing though. If they if like the outside is is um, is uh, habitable or not, uh, I know Sundari City is habitable because like they have that dome and everything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know about uh, about the rest of the planet though. Are you talking so, about the Karen Travis Republic Commando novels that they might reference that in? Or uh, I'm trying to think of where that was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if it's on the canon or the legends tab at this point. It's so hard to keep track. But yeah. uh, let's let's look up Mandalore on on Wikipedia just so that we're talking could, about the right stuff here. I could swear that that's yeah. Um, that's true. Um, so then that would make sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Years of war left the planet inhospitable, forcing the Mandalorians to live within dome cities. Yeah. Uh, the pacifist regime came to power. At the end of these wars, led by Duchess Satine, cries, while those who refused to give up their warrior ways were exiled to the moon Concordia. During the Clone Wars, the new Mandalorians were overthrown by Darth Maul's Shadow Collective, 
though the Galactic Empire would rule the planet okay. after okay. the war's yeah. end. So, okay, yeah. So, so it's, so it's I, likely that I don't you're right about this. I don't think that that is huh. Mandalorian. So, so is, your, is your money on the fact that it could be a Mandalorian moon then? Because I'm open to that as well. Yeah, but doesn't like, the democracy get overthrown? Dem- the Mandalore, Wait, so, like democracy. Quick question. So you have yep. to be like of Mandalorian heritage to become a Mandalorian? No, uh, no they're actually Incorrect. really open. No. They, there's six things. Like you have okay. to wear the colors with honor. I can look them up. But like, so basically they can code. adopt you. Yes. Okay. So yeah, my it's, bet it's a hard is, life though. Yeah. My bet oh, is sure. that this isn't in Mandalorian space. Yeah. And there just happened to be a Mandalorian yeah. so in the area the who then rescues this child and brings him into his family. Okay, so you think this kid and his family were somewhere else in the galaxy. Yeah. There happened to be a separatist invasion on that planet. Yeah, I'm with AJ on this one. Okay, yeah. all right. That's a, No, I, I like yeah. that as well. Just I like that. That actually opens up a lot of uh, opportunity to have like another notable character save yeah. this kid. Yeah. yeah. I like that. What do you think, yeah. Ben? So, you know, so there's, there's six requirements. You have to learn and speak Mandoa. You have to wear the armor with pride. You must defend your family with your life. Yep. You must honor your clan and ensure its prosperity. Yep. You must rally to call to a fight, and your children must know, follow the Mandalorian code. Yeah. Um, that's like the six things mm. you do that. Yeah. Um, so. But I would say, I don't know. I don't think the location really matters too much to me. Um, it's a very... Like, they're not really tied to their land as much. Um, no, but just for the sake of, like, yeah, who could yeah. potentially who could be, be the, the savior. Again, I think it's going to be a Mandalorian, so, like... It's yeah. The, I, I mean, yeah, I think it is going to be a Mandalorian, but just not on, like, Mandalorian. So, go, yeah, so going off of what AJ said, do you think it's going to be, like, maybe a village on Concordia or something like that? Like, one of Mandalore's moons? I, I don't even think I have enough evidence so. to even say, because they don't... They live wherever they want. They could say yeah. it's... Anyway. They could say anywhere from the slums of Coruscant and I'd still be like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are yeah, there I'd, trees probably, there I'd probably be really <laughs> I don't think that's slums. I could be, I can't, maybe. probably won't be there. But if they could, I don't know, maybe it's in a freaking national park of Coruscant. Like, you know, they just have <laughs> they like a, just have yeah, yeah that's park. just to put a tree, man. I don't know, they need some trees there. Um, but no, it's like they can, if they pick, if they can pick wherever they want, I'm not, it doesn't really matter too much to me. Yeah. Um, just because of how clan based and they just move around saying, okay, well, yeah, I guess yeah. we're here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it was super cool to see that separatist assault craft we've yeah. only seen those like once in revenge of the sith a bunch of times in the clone wars we got mm-hmm. them quite a bit on uh the uh i'm forgetting the name of the arc it's the arc in the clone wars that saw Gerrera was introduced yes um but yeah, yeah those were when those ships were like kind of a new thing in mm-hmm. the show uh but yeah those was those are really cool to pop up and see in live action again like we got a closer look at mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. spewing missiles everywhere uh in this yeah. episode that was really cool yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm really oh man I'm, I'm like really looking forward to more like clone wars flashbacks it's like wait till we get that full yeah, sequence dude. we're gonna I get th- that full sequence at some point it's gonna be awesome yeah i think it's really awesome because like in or, or at least for me because i haven't really watched any of the clone wars stuff like the only arc that i've seen related to the clone wars is like of stuff involving like all the top players basically oh, like, okay uh, so i like we've seen so little of like how it affected like the rest of the galaxy really i mean like obviously we know that like it affects like the centralized like democracy of, or like the republic and stuff like that and you know p- people die and stuff like that but we haven't really seen like f- in like first person or, or like through anyone else's eyes really like oh like our homes are getting destroyed our planets getting attacked and stuff like that so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure 
Yeah. I think what most movies <coughs> is interesting is if they find another Mandalorian clan. Um, feels like that's something they could go and run with a little bit too. It's like, oh, yeah. find other Mandalorian clans and yeah, for sure. It would be interesting to see because I mean, like a- anything's possible at this point. Like Dave, like well. I mean, we got baby Yoda, right? yeah. <laughs> like the, any possibility, any yeah. doors open at this point, but I mean, we so could get, funny. we could get little cameos from like the, the Ren clan, like from rebels, like Sabine Ren's family. We yeah. could get, I mean, we already have a Vizsla showing up, but we could get maybe one of yeah. Satine's like, whoa, whoa, uh, right. maybe are we Ren? talking Ren as in Kylo Ren? No, uh, <laughs> Ren spelled W R E N. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. one of Sabine's. Just like, maybe Kylo, maybe Kylo uh, pops. Yeah, in. no, there's, there was actually some fan <laughs> speculation that Kylo Ren, uh, called himself Kylo Ren, maybe because he's partially like, maybe it has something to do with the, the Ren clan. I, I honestly don't buy it. But, yeah. uh, you know, we could have something there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, uh, oh, we got how many? How much time do we have left here? Less than five. Less than five minutes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I just uh, liked where they um, pointed out that about the purge, because what they're meaning is that dates back to the purge of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that's right when the Empire took control of the Beskar mining. Yeah. So that would be why that the Beskar has the Imperial stamp and they also yeah. are anti-Imperial because of that, which then relates mm-hmm. back to my thinking that he's not um, from Mandalore because he would then have that and not be willing to Yeah, for sure. go yeah. to the table with them. Yeah. It puts a whole new light on that Rebels arc of uh, those Imperial Super Commandos or something. There was the uh, I, I haven't I've only seen the show like like two times through maybe, but I'm I'm vaguely vaguely like times. remembering. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you're laughing yeah. over here. Josh, how many times have you watched the Clone Wars? Just guess. <laughs> okay, yeah. Probably like eight times at this oh point, all the way through. God, I'm going I'm going through it. it once. I don't know if Josh gives his email on this thing, um, but if it, if it does, everyone email him how many times you've watched it and yeah. make up a really big number. To yeah, make fun yeah. Of send us fire. send us how many times you watched it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Escape Pod at Outlook.com or yeah. shoot us a tweet at SW yeah. Escape Pod. Cast. If it's over ten, I want to see you trivia war, Josh, and uh, (laughs) and just Clone Wars trivia. Imperial Super Commando were Mandalorian warriors loyal to the Galactic Empire, whose masterful combat skills were eclipsed only by their ruthlessness. They were led by Gar Saxon, the Imperial Viceroy of Mandalore. Under the leadership of Saxon, the Imperial Super Commandos acted as elite enforcers for the Empire, including ambushing and wiping out the Mandalorian protectors, once learning that they were assisting rebel ships through the Concord Dawn system, but failing to kill their leader, Fen Rao, who was able to escape with them to help Sabine Wren and Ezra Bridger. So yeah, Imperial Super Commandos, very much a thing. They're um, basically traitors to the Mandalorian ways. Uh, this is not yeah. the way, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, yeah. Did, oh, did you notice that line? Uh, this is the way. Mm-hmm. It made me think of that meme, the knuckles. Oh you you got the knuckles. The you got the knuckles. I was like, yeah. Do you Mandal- know the way? <laughs> Mandalorian knuckles. Do you know the way? Yeah. <laughs> this is the way. Oh, <laughs> okay, so any predictions for the next episode? Any quick one? Yeah. Any predictions? Any quick predictions? Um, where's it going? Where do you think? Where is he going to go with I have no idea. I, I'm just going to take a scene from the trailer that that dark planet, which we had the ATST shot, I think maybe we'll get that next. 
but yeah, yeah either yeah. of you guys I'm trying know. to think I actually tried to avoid the trailers um in classic hey I want to be completely surprised by everything fashion so yeah. I really don't have that benefit um I think that wherever they go that you know there's there's gonna be people chasing them to fight when they get to wherever they're going I'd like to point out that Deborah Chow directed this episode yeah. and she is helming the entire Kenobi series mm-hmm. this uh-huh. episode was probably my favorite honestly I love yeah, Dave Filoni's pilot but but this one was pretty awesome it had John Wick yeah. vibes all over Oh, yeah. um, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing what she does with that show on on Kenobi. Mm-hmm. That'll be yeah. pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks guys for uh, coming on the show, Ben. Great to have you, first thanks timer, so and uh, you'll you'll be back, I'm sure. Yeah, so, that's yeah. the dream. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Reed and uh, Ben and AJ, for coming on the show and chatting all about Star Wars The Mandalorian. Um, Chapter 3, a crazy time we live in to have Star Wars like this serialized the way that George Lucas, uh, you know, foresaw Star Wars uh, from the get-go, being inspired by Flash Gordon and, uh, you know, growing up uh, watching that on TV and, and, oh man, just... It's amazing how what a full circle that this show really brings uh, in terms of what George wanted for Star Wars, and it's it's just awesome to have finally live in that in that day uh, of episodic Star Wars on on television. Uh, technically not television, but hey, you know, cast it from your phone t- uh, computer. It's something that I don't think anybody thought we would be able to do uh, 15 years ago, even. So, yeah. Uh, Deborah Chow, awesome episode. Looking forward to seeing what comes uh, from you with Kenobi. And uh, a lot of things came up on the show today. If you have any opinions on uh, what we're going to see from future episodes, who uh, who gets, uh, you know, who saves the boy, uh, all this and that, you know, anything stuck out, just uh, comment. Uh, shoot us your feedback, questions, whatever, things we want to address on the show. It would be awesome to have uh, the listener feedback come through the door. Tweet us at SW Escape Podcast and uh, send us an email at theescapepod at outlook.com. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with us uh, with those uh, two methods. And uh, other than that, thanks again for listening. May the force be with you. Mm-hmm.